Hello, you're very welcome to the Own O'Neill podcast. It's a series of chats with some people we might find interesting. My friend Adam Shapiro has all the recording gear and all the technology stuff. And uh, I sit down, we'd be chatting to, going around County Clare particularly, and chatting to people we might, we think are interesting, and hopefully you do. If you'd like to donate or contribute or support us in this mission, we'd be delighted. And uh, the PayPal account exists, and hopefully you see it somewhere. everybody and uh, you're very welcome to another uh, edition of the Own O'Neill podcast. Uh, thanks very much for all the encouragement and all the support and, uh, and, and which is very much welcomed. I haven't been, done another podcast for the last maybe four or five, six months. I'm not sure when we did Ringo McDonough. Ringo, Ringo was, a, was a fascinating character to, to chat with and he'd, he'd real stories of real times and I found it difficult to be honest with you to... to, to um, think of somebody that I wanted to talk that would have that energy that I needed that you know that just lived the music lived the life so I found I found what I want and uh, here I am today it's Adam is doing Adam Shapiro my friend is doing the the sound he's got his laptop and uh, we've two microphones in front of us and I'm after traveling up from Ennis and uh, up to the coast the wild west coast of County Clare and I'm come as far as the scanner and I turned left down a little laneway and there's a mobile home there and I'm after coming in and my, my friend and a long time comrade Tony O'Leary is here and he's welcomed us in and we're going to have a chat and we're going to have a long slow easy going chat so grab yourself a cup of tea grab yourself a cup of coffee grab yourself a bottle of whiskey whatever your, your thing is and uh let us keep you company for a while because we're we're not going to rush at all. That's Tony. That was an energetic piece of music you you played to welcome us in. Thanks for doing this, by the way. Thank you, Owen. I'm I'm very welcome to you, Owen. I'm very welcome to Adam Fernand and Adam Shapiro here on the sound man and yourself. Yourself and very Piper. Tony's Piper's 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 here. Piper's overseeing it. He's the foreman. Tony, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, 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 that was a grand grand piece of music. Uh, Johnny Madden composed that, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, but you, you, you put a little bit of uh, wildness into it because uh, that's what you have. You have that. That's your gift. You're living in a wild place here in the scanner. Oh, we are sure. It's, it's the wild west way, the wild Atlantic Ocean, the wild musicians, and yeah. that's what we need. And that's Good. what that's the way we. We rock it out, man. We rock it out. I love to rock the music out because I was a big rock fan when I was in, growing up through my youth from the time I was say, 14, 15, go off to the big rock festivals. They're all over to, uh, over to Reading Festival. Mm. They're like in the big stars, Genesis, mm. Rory Gallagher. I'm, and then I always had the trad in the back and gradually the, the, the trad came to the fore and then we had like the body band and oh, that was something different. Well, That's we all know you're around County Clare because you're, 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 an, you're an iconic status. You're a wild man and, and we, we, we know and uh, we've been aware of you for, for many years. But I'd like to, you come from, for me, in my own romantic fashion, because of about 60 or 70 cousins. Uh, in, you're from Wexford. 
Yes, I am from Wexford. Let's talk about Wexford. Let's talk about Tony O'Leary because we don't know we know Tony O'Leary as as as, as for the, the musician. Tell us about Tony O'Leary, the boy. Uh, Tell us about your family. Uh, Tony O'Leary, the boy, right? Um, well, my mother had to. Rem- my mother, she gave birth to me in uh, nineteen fifty-four, and she met this man up in Dublin, and they had a relationship for six months and his name was Harry Broderick from Ennis County Clare. And they split up after six months, so she brought me back to my grandmother down in in Tinneberna and it was an old thatched cottage where there was no running water and nothing and we had to carry the water 300 yards up a steep hill. So I was there with my grandmother and my grandfather what the fiddler? What the fiddler Murphy? Yeah, and uh, that was it. My mum went over to work in a place. She went over to work in Stockport, in, which is now in Greater Manchester. And she used to come home every 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 summer for a couple of weeks' holidays. And she'd send a few old quid back to my grandmother to keep me fed, cause. You know, things were very hard. I mean, it was difficult, hard times, you know. We so, were just a uh, working class so, family. Like. And did your mother stay over there? Did she, she ever come back to live here? Oh, no. She 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 lived in England all her life. And she she lived until 2016, and she was 81 years when she died. She died of dementia. Mm-hmm. And she literally, literally starved herself to death. That's what happens, you know. She was. Was she sad? Was was was, was she started it because her mind was no, gone? She had she dementia younger, when she was younger. Um, when the, what was the first experience of having a chat with her? When you were thirteen or fourteen, did you talk to her about your life and her life and your your relationship together? Or would you would you visited you much in Wexford? Oh yeah, she would visit me every year. Yes, so and I, I was also over in Manchester in nineteen sixty eight. I actually I went over there and I actually went to school there in, in uh, Stockport. I went to school there for one year, but I didn't like it all. Did she I like didn't it? Like Did it. She, was she happy? Did she find someone else? Oh, yeah, she met a man called oh. Tommy, Tommy Murphy from the next parish of Blackwater Lovely. shortly afterwards, and uh, they got married, mm-hmm. and they had uh, they had three more kids. Now, Seamus, my, old, my next down, he's nine years younger than me, mm-hmm. and then there was Bernadette. These are your half-brother and half-sisters? Half-brothers, half half-sisters, yeah. Half yeah. Sisters, yeah. And then I had a... A brother called Chris, and um, he died when he was twenty-six years old. He was a heroin junkie, and he uh, he was uh, got killed crossing the motorway one time. And these were English funeral. English cousins. They were they were, they were your English family. They were all English. all English family. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, they were all English, yeah. and uh, even though the, that two parents, parents were Irish, Irish yeah. they had the English ways about them, and I didn't like that that English style of. Uh, you know, personality of whatever they were, and the way they had this old slang there in Manchester, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't really like. But the only thing that I did love about it, because in 1968, I used to always go up to Old Trafford to mm-hmm. watch Manchester United every Saturday, you know. I was only. So, how long were you there for? I was only there for a year. That's a long time. Yeah. You were 13 or 14? Or about 13? 13 or 14, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. when Tony O'Leary came home to his grandparents again? Yes, yeah, I did, yeah. You, 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 did you finish school? Oh, I did, yes. Yeah. I so, finished school. Were you happy? Well, I tell you now, on going to school, I had no problem going to school because I was always able to learn the old uh, sums and arithmetic and catechism and mm-hmm. all that. I had never no problem. Mm-hmm. But what I do remember as the slow, learner, slow learners and the corporal punishment, mm-hmm. and I thought it was despicable now, the, con- the conduct of some of those teachers, mm-hmm. For these slow learning kids that were trying to beat beat him to learn how to spell words and do sums and everything like that. And I used to and there was actually outside of the school there was there were growing canes up six foot tall and those canes would come in and they'd be seasoned and the belt and they'd those people used to get it. Could be rulers, mm-hmm. could be even the leg of a chair one day. Mm-hmm. And I, that used to really but I had no problem as guards. Learning. So you had no problem, and you're you're living in Kilmuckridge. I lived in Kilmuckridge, yeah. yeah. So 
what, what was your? I, I mean, I don't want to dwell too much about it, but what, what, what was? Had, had you had you found any music at the stage? Like your well, playing? sure. I mean, like I, I what the fiddler be tipping away there? What used to play the old fiddle? Your granddad, you got the granddad. He used to play. Uh, what the, the fiddler? W A T. What the fiddler? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what the fiddler? And he's old brown fiddler. I remember he had yeah. brown fiddle he had. Mm-hmm. But he played um, the fiddle and he played the old ten key melodeon for um, for the set dancing. You know the old Kayleys and all. Mm-hmm. And he played the whistle. And he he showed me a few he showed me a few old notes on the whistle. And I didn't take too much notice of it to be honest with you. Yeah. So there was a day that was to happen in your life, Tony, that was going to change your life forever. And uh, I'd like you to run us through that day. Um, before how the day developed and where you were going with your friend and how that day developed and how where you ended up yeah yeah how your accident okay tell us about the day i don't want to i want to know what frame of mind you were in before your life was to change well when i left school i went on the fishing trawlers at 16 years because that time you couldn't go on to third level of education all you could do with the intercert unless you had money you had to pay to go into school. And that's, right. that's true. And that's why, actually, it was the next year that the free education, you could do your leaving, sir, but I couldn't do it. And then I worked with farmers. I worked with farmers. I was working from the time I was 10 years old with farmers after school and on Saturdays and sometimes Sundays. And then um, I got a job on the trawlers. I was at the fishery school up in Moville first of all then down to Kilmore Quay in uh, Wexford as Beautiful. a trainee mm-hmm. and then I came along up to Dublin up to Scurries and uh, I was with in, I was on a couple of boats in Scurries and we used to go down for uh, <laughs> November October November down for the herring trawl and season below in uh, Dunmore East you know to the Bag and Bun the great fishing grounds and I I went down there and I uh, I ended up on a with Desi Faherty and Kevin McCune were pair trawling for herrings. I never forget it. One week, each each crew member had four hundred pound each. That's a huge amount. A huge amount of money you could buy a, a small uh, buy a mini car for that. But you could yeah, at yeah. that time. Yeah, you could buy a house for ten thousand. Uh, you yeah. could, yeah, yeah you could. Really could. So I want to go back to the day now. So you're a happy young fellow. You're out having a few drinks and. Ah uh, yeah, life, but uh, what age were you when the? Tell us about the day. Ah uh, yeah, well okay. The day okay. No, that's no problem with yeah. me whatsoever. But on that day now, I had I was finished the fishing trawlers on Friday and I was down, and we used to go to a dance. We would have to go to we could we would go to different places. But that night we were going, we were heading for a dance inside in the Talbot Hotel in Wexford. And I, I met him in Cahoe. He was the driver now that was giving me the lift into town. And we had a, had a couple of pints in, a, in the Saucer Whalers pub in Blackwater. And so we left anyway. And we headed off around, 11, around half 10, 11 o'clock into Wexford Town for the dance. And we came along anyway. And a mile outside of Wexford Town, there's a bit of a bend in the road. And this car came flying, speeding at an awful rate. And just as he came to us, he came over now, about four foot over the white line on the our side of the road and hit us with his car. And the result of that was poor Amy Cahoe, he died. His, his, his whole leg and half his stomach was torn off him. And there was another bike behind us. His brother, Noel Cahoe, was on it and he died in his brother's arms. He bled to death. And then I got thrown off the bike anyway, up onto the ditch, up, and I was up in a tree, and I was kind of up like that, crouched up, you know. And that was a lucky thing, because if, 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 I, if I had been flat out on the ground, it's kind of the blood would have left my body, and I'd been, I would have been dead, like. But anyway, they came along now, and I was semi-conscious at the time. I remember the priest coming along and giving me the, the last rice, or whatever they call that thing. And uh, eventually they got me into hospital, and... Uh, yeah, I was all right then once. Uh, I had very little blood. I was nearly bled to death myself, actually. I was told that afterwards, yeah. But anyway, after that, I came around the next morning, right? And I'd be a very positive person. I don't listen to... Uh, 
hearsay, but there was a black doctor came on to me the next morning and he came over to my bed to see, you'll be okay, you will come around and you will be able to live a normal life. You will be handicapped without the look of your leg, but it's, there's no you problem. You, you, can, you can live your normal life, you can work again. Yes? Pardon? You knew your leg was gone at that stage? Yeah, oh yeah. It was actually physically gone, was it? Oh yeah, it was gone, yeah. That, that it happened, after the crash happened, it actually... Dis- I, I was, it was torn off me on the crash. I was torn off me on the crash and I was torn off just above the knee, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then there was an infection got into the, into the, what was left in the leg with all the dirt and gravel and shit out and out in the ditch. And a, an infection set in and I had to have two operations to get that because I got infected and the last operation was either take, if the last operation wasn't a success, they'd have to take the whole leg off at from, from the hip joint down. But lucky enough, that last operation was a success and on, I was up in the rehabilitation centre there in Dunleary, you know, for all the bad, the bad accident cases go. But that was a success. So Did now I have, my leg has gone just four inches, four inches from there. So when, when you're up in the tree, you're, you're semi-conscious. Do you remember the ambulance coming? Do you, do you remember pain? No, I was in and out of consciousness. Pain, do you remember the pain, the initial pain? Well, but you believe that I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't in that much pain at all because I don't know why. Yes, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've, heard, I've heard that kind of yeah. response before. And um, so you, they, they obviously sedated you. Did you know your friend was dead? No, not until next day or something. The next day, you come around the next day? Yeah, yeah, and then it, it, it all came drifting, the words came true, like, you know. And, yeah, okay, thanks for, for that. I that, that's, that's shocking, shocking. So your life has changed, but uh, all I could say is that you're known affectionately here as Timber Tony. And 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 uh, well, it's not timber anymore, is it? It's it's there's a there's a new uh, pro, pro, prosthetic legs, don't you say? Prosthetic, prosthetic, is that how you pronounce it? For a prosthetic, 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 prosthetic leg. Leg. It's, not, yeah. it's not wood anymore, is it? It's not no, timber. it's uh, it's titanium and fiberless. So that's quite quite. You're, I remember you when you weren't quite as as uh, you were more awkward than you are now because it was a different leg that you would have had, I presume. Yeah, but that was ago. that was wooden and yeah. it was and it was wooden and, and, fi- and lamentation and all that crap. But they were Jesus, they were a stone and a half weight legs. Yeah. This one is only ten pounds weight. Ten pounds. That's ten like pounds four bags of sugar, yeah. five bags of sugar. Yeah, wow, that's, it. that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no, I can see it in you. Like it's, yeah. it's very obvious. It's a, you're 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 pretty cool now. You're like you <laughs> move very good. So that's a, that's a horrific story, Tony. And it, it was it was the, I think. It, it, am I wrong or right in saying that from that mo- close shave with death, you didn't give a bollocks anymore after that? You were you were you were no. Yeah, I mean, is that true? Oh, that's true. That feels like to me. I'd be afraid. I'd be afraid of nothing. Yes, because when things bad things happen to me, which they have quite a few of them. Afterwards, but I will, I will always go back to that situation. If you survive that, you can survive anything. I, I, I think, I think, I, I think that explains our the end of interview. We know now why Tim Tony is the wildest man in Ireland. <laughs> no, thanks for sharing that because that's 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 heavy shit, Tony. That's heavy shit. He was a good friend of yours. Oh, he was, yeah. Mm-hmm. We know, yeah. We were really close going to school. Sure, we were in the, the same class in school. Yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but the main thing about that was. I didn't develop an, infer- an inferiority complex, which could happen. Mm-hmm, very easily, yeah. Especially for I didn't years let that allow that to happen to me and feel mm-hmm. sorry for myself. I remember that black doctor told me and never forgot it. He helped you? Yes. Positivity. Do you know what we do? It's a good time for a slow piece of music, I think. Will you play something in memory of the black doctor? I will. And your friend Tony Kehoe. Kyo, we'd say it around here, would we? Amy Kyo. Kyo, yeah, yeah. Kyo, I like the way you Kiho. say that. The Wexford. Well, yeah. Kyo or Kyo. Yeah, Ke- ah, There's two different ways. K-E-O-G-H or oh. K-E-H-O-E. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
we're listening to the beautiful music from Tony O'Leary Timber Tony and his dog Piper beside him here in a, in a lovely lovely home his mobile home here in the scanner and Tony I'm enjoying this and uh, you know it's 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 a remarkable thing that's a sweet Corkum Row isn't it yes yeah that tune yeah it's a remarkable thing to know somebody I know you I know you a long long time I know you I know you since 1980 um, and um, it's lovely to uh, a lot of the other people I've 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 chatted with I don't even like to say interviewed because I want this to be a chat that it doesn't matter what we talk about in fact you know it doesn't matter bollocks because uh, it's just nice to chat and it's nice to to, 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 hear, to find out what people I know think because we don't know what we sometimes we haven't the time anymore to to, to we used to do this one on one up at a bar counter many years ago people used to do this and I don't think we do it as much anymore but uh, thanks for your hospitality. We're enjoying this no end. I want to uh, go back to the one thing I remember about you. You were you were in, you were coming to Dublin a good bit before I arrived, but uh, you hadn't moved there yet. One thing I remember you used to come down for maybe two or three months. I think whatever kind of a job you had a job, you were probably the only one that came and you had money. Yeah, you had money. Yeah. You know, the rest of us were like we we were gigging and we were hoping for a bit of stew and and you used to come down and you had money. How was oh, that? Oh, I was always made sure I have money. And you had a car, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, well, I got a uh, thirty grand for compensation for my leg, and I was oh, working. Of course, yes. I was working in, uh, in ABS pumps in a, a pump factory in, in inside, just outside of Wexford town. So, uh, did you did, did you drink a lot when you got thirty grand? Did, did you go wild? Well, I've been drinking since I was fifteen, mm-hmm. and drinking strong since I was fifteen. Yeah. Until about two mm-hmm. years ago, or three years ago, when I got sick, mm-hmm. I was always a heavy drinker. On oh, I, I'm fucking well aware that Tony. Jeez, I never said like it. I mean, there was a team. There was a team, and um, the, oh my God, it was, it was Johnny Keenan, yeah, John King, Christy yeah. Barry, the Heinz is Michael. Michael and PJ were gone to London by the time I arrived. Already, yeah. but um, tell us about. Tell us about those days because people don't believe when I tell them. They don't believe what happened. They don't believe that on a Tuesday in January there could be a session going. At, lads could be meeting up to have a cup of coffee or something at about 12 o'clock in the day or 11 o'clock in the morning and by 1 o'clock there would be a blazing session going and there could be 20 musicians in it every day. Oh yeah! Every day, every seven every months a year, day, seven months of the year. The, the only thing, you, the only place you would get that is a, a festival like the Ireland Fla- Flag Hall or the mm. Willie Clancy. But I was in Dublin constant. Every that was the beauty of it from like. March until October. And the free drink then mm. for the musicians. Free drink is right. Oh Jesus, the free drink. We 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 glorified in that like. We we, we it, 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 But tell us tell us about the the, the, the hanging out. You, you 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 did you have a feed one three one. You're the only car. Larry Butler was the other fellow with a car. He used to come down from Dundalk and Larry Butler had a, had a Capri. But you had a car and everybody used to be driving the whole country around until this I had, yeah, because... It's a Bellevue and into the, into the English Fail and uh, yourself and Christy Barry be, be, be spotted in the mornings asleep in the car on the side of the road after after a night out. But it, it was legendary, that car. <laughs> was it a Fiat 131? Yeah, it was awful heavy on petrol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about your life when, when, when you moved to Doolan. Well, what your what your comes your 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 notions you know, of those but, times? But, but I remember um, when I, when I lost the leg. Anyway, before that, I went to a Cork City and I was there for two years. And we had a bit of a little group together, and we won an international folk competition or something down at the Rose of Tralee. And we had a little band together, but it didn't last long. It was you know gone like. And uh, I remember coming down and driving down and people were after telling me below in Cork City about Doolan go on up to Doolan there and see what's the scene man you know but as I as I came over the hill down by the castle and all that Jesus I was amazed like and I'd seen these two pubs Connors at the left and then I could see the other one and Jesus I, didn't I drive down right in front of, of McGann's pub anyhow and I pulled up in the car and it was my first time ever Going into McGann's. 1977, 78? 77. Mm. And when I went in, who was up in the corner on the right hand side? You know where all the musicians play in Doolan? Mm. And I was listening to the Botty Band album at the time. And I walked in, and there was Ailish O'Connor and Christy Barry, and they're playing a Botty Band's fucking set of tune. And I tell you, it was just what I did. I said, that's the kind of music, standard of music I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard that 
as good and as great. And like, was very young then. Uh, she the, was, yeah. She was very young. But that was, you know, she, that that was that was mm-hmm. the first time I ever heard to hear the. So the first person well, actually was in Barry. a pub, like in yeah. a pub. That's where I often heard. Mm-hmm. Seen that we used to go see the body band belong in the the city hall in Cork and I seen him at festival you know around but not live in a pub the musicianship of that standard that's mm-hmm. what impressed me and in, in within a very short time you were playing with some of the greatest musicians in the world of Irish music Johnny Keenan was one of the greatest musicians I ever heard he played uh, the, the banjo with, with the timbal or a bit of a wavin wavin pipe that's right yeah. tell us about Johnny you were close uh, myself and Johnny were close but Johnny had no money mm-hmm. and I carried him but the reason I, I I bought a few old pints for the lads, they, they, was, they had money most of the time, but just something that they wouldn't have nothing at all. They'd be, they'd be broke like when. They, but I knew if I would go, if I get close to these guys, listen to the music, study what they're doing, that's going to be good for me. And I study them like I, I meticulous. I used to listen and listen and listen, and they had but so much music in depth. And so much skill with their instruments, so you know what I'm saying. It was fantastic, actually, a great learning as such, you know, without being taught. Yes. Officially. Well, of course, it's, it's, it's you know what I mean. You're, you're just when you're talking about what we had in those days, when when you're talking about twelve hours of music every day, it seeps into you anyway. So when you do go to learn the tune, it's it's completely part of your nature to know understand the tune. Oh yeah. So I'm it's not like out. learning nowadays, where you might learn from notes and stuff like that. Oh, who, yeah. was, who were your favourite musicians then? Were you playing with them? Well, sure, I'd be keeping away there with him, and eventually uh, uh, the tunes came gradually, gradually, gradually. And uh, sure, Christy, Johnny Keenan, and Jesus. Uh, I remember now they used to be Martin Connolly used to come up there one or two, two uh, summers up to Connors, as you know, Martin. Yeah, the, he did the accordion mm-hmm. maker in Abalone, and it's down. He's originally down from East Clare. Yeah, yeah. Brother of Seamus Connolly is the true. famous fiddle player over in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were great. Lads. And Michael would have been there every day. Michael, and yeah. Gussie. Gussie. Gussie, yourself and Gussie were characters together. I, <laughs> I remember you playing well. And Tommy Peoples was in your world too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tommy Peoples, mm, myself and Tommy Peoples. Done, we done a, we mm. done a Friday night gig every day for a year, every Friday night in Willie Daly's in Ennis Diamond. Wasn't that remarkable? That, that, yeah. That, yeah. He, he told me he, he loved playing with you. He, he, yeah. He, he, enjoyed, he enjoyed those nights. But Tommy's, yeah. Tommy's a magical player, like, God rest his soul now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the, do you look back with fondness in all those days? I do, of course, yeah. Well, tell us the part you don't look back with fondness. Tell us what. Tell us about. Um, tell us about the bad days. Can you think of them? Do the, they? Do they? Do they jump out at you that there was bad times in in the eighties? Well, I'd say ninety percent of them are good, but there was a, there was a few of them now that weren't that great. To be honest with you. Um, did you did do you feel that the the free drink might have killed some musicians? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, if you take it now, there's several musicians that I know and they had to give up drink completely mm-hmm. and without naming names and you know who they are too. Mm-hmm. There's five or six of them now that was up in Doolan. They had to give up the drink completely but John King didn't. No. Nor I didn't. No, you didn't. No. John King is a wonder. He looks, <laughs> he looks the same as he looked 40 years ago. Oh, amazing, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely man. He's as hard as iron. Sure, you used to go out and swim in the sea every morning to get rid of the hangover. (laughs) And Jesus, he came into a... I'd never seen the like of it. He came into the the, the cafe and he said, and then this time one morning he had bacon and cabbage at 11 (laughs) o'clock. That'll be something for the day, but Jesus, that'll keep him going now. Bacon and cabbage at 11 (laughs) o'clock. It's basically made for him. (laughs) For the soakage. You live live pretty rough life for for all that time. I I would have seen you, you would have lived in you you wouldn't have had a home as such yeah you wouldn't have had a a permanent place to live in you were moving from spot to spot to sleep at night or whatever and it was of course between caravans you didn't care caravans hay barns yeah and there was one place now i'll never forget and you probably remember it too Mm. do you remember the old shack below at dolan pier yeah with the hay Mm. and the roof and jesus Mm. christ that was a shelter Mm -hmm. and that's the place we used to all head off now yeah Sometimes it'd be Christ to could be ten or fifteen inside. And, and did you go back to Wexford? <laughs> I mean, with no tent or fuck all. <laughs> I know. Did you go back to Wexford for the winters then? I did. Yeah, I went back into the factory mm. on. Yeah. Yeah. So you worked until when? I worked from. I worked in the factory until nineteen eighty nine. Right. Yeah. And yeah, then, then you I moved down. Then here. you moved down here completely. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you've had your. You've had your. Uh, your. Yeah. I don't know how to say this though. You're. 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 You're a bit of a lunatic. Like at times you were. You were. You were a wild fucking man. You got in trouble like a lot. Yeah, 
did you did you did you did you feel that you were um, a loose cannon, or did you did you did you? Like... No, it was just uh, just uh, uh, just uh, I'd be all right up, and I'd have twelve pints or twelve mm. or fourteen pints. But by jeez, I could drink up to twenty pints, and all of a sudden I get this fucking rush to my head, and the next thing I could, anything could happen. And uh, then I get a blackout. Mm. And I remember three times, uh, this happened to me three or four times, I, I remember talking to Declan Hunt inside my guns. And Jesus, I couldn't even remember what I was saying to him because I got a complete bank blackout. And it happened only there three or four years ago. Look, a broom, if you don't mind, below here in mm. McHugh's. Mm -hmm. And I was after saying hello to him and all the evening mm. before. And Jesus Christ, he said, I met him two days later. He was, I was busking up at the Cliffs Moor and Luca came down along mm. with the bike and all with his mountain bike. Mm. And Jesus, he said, that was a funny conversation we had the other night, Tony, he says, and, you, mm. and you're trying to play the tin whistle. But you see, you're playing lovely music there now. Mm. <laughs> I was so, so, the so, so how do you feel about that? You, you would have... Um you would have got yourself into scrapes, and you would have you would have probably suffered for it the next day, would you? Would you be depressed the next day if you you'd find that you woke up and you said, "Jeez, I forget the trouble in some pub up in, in some." Land I wouldn't know. care on because care. I, I lost my leg that time. I wouldn't give a fuck mm. about going to jail or law or anything like that. Because I met you I wouldn't one day. Be afraid of it. I like. met you one day, and you were you were on, on on a bus, and I met you on a bus, and I said, "Tony, how are you?" And I said, "After having a great three weeks." I said, "Where were you?" And you said you were in Limerick prison. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so what was that? Why did the judge send you to prison? Uh, he sent me. He gave me three months there for fighting and uh, drunken disorderly and things like that. That was part of your day to day living. That's only that's only about fifteen years ago. Less, I'd say. Is it? Uh, yeah, but I haven't been. I haven't been. I haven't been in jail now since nineteen ninety two. Were you in jail? I was in jail. I was in jail three times that year. I was really? in for three months. And then I was in for, I got a three month sentence and then I was out after two weeks. And then another time I went in because I wouldn't give them the satisfaction of giving them 250 euro fine. So I went down to Limerick prison and I was out in five hours. I said, mm -hmm. why give it to them? Mm -hmm. I'd be out in five hours. Jesus Christ, what was the point in it? Like? Mm -hmm. You know what so, I mean? So I, I love that. You, know, you have no regrets. Not at all, no. Good. You, you, you've lived your life and you've lived it well, and 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 and, and you've you, you're, you've come to the age now, and and it's a, it's, it's a nice thing, I think. Sometimes, but I think you've mellowed. What? I think oh, you've mellowed. mellowed oh, I have mellowed. Yeah. <laughs> I think you had to mellow a little bit. You couldn't keep going with that with that with that energy that you had. Oh yeah, but I've I've I've, I've as much energy now as I had. 50 it's, it's positive because I'm about losing. I was up to nearly eighteen stone waist with yes. that fucking B twelve deficiency and everything, and I had no energy. And mm. I'm working very hard now here. I'm mm. creating a famine cottage now for tourists and I'm mm. working flat out every day and I haven't stopped, stopped working since last September. I'm working strong every day to get this thing together. Well, this is why... And the physical work, plus the, the, that injection I get for B12 every three months for the rest of my life, and I'm back and I'm very strong again. And this is why I'm here, Tony, because I think that... I, I, I was chatting with Adam. I said, Adam, I want to go talk to Tony O'Leary because I think he's 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 a successful man and 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 uh, I said my my, um, my definition of success would be somebody that keeps going and 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 and, and you your liberation was the cliffs of Moher I think oh, it was because yeah you're, because you're your own boss yourself and Piper yeah. you could go up to the cliffs of Moher when when the good times are good when when people are there and probably from now on they'll be there again and you go up and you play your music. Yeah, and you could make a few quid there independently. That's right. If you were working for a public and he would say, oh, Jesus, the pub was only half full tonight. I'm yeah. not talking about dueling now, but yeah. other players. Oh, yeah. we, ha we haven't enough fucking money to play, yeah. pay you tonight. Yeah, yeah. But the public, and don't forget about the... He should take it on a yearly basis oh, yeah. when he's packed out to you the pub on a, a fucking holiday weekends and summertime. You're up in the fucking winter there and there'll be only three or four in the fucking pub. How are we going to play the musicians tonight? Yeah. That's totally wrong. Yes. They only go on the day's takings. Yes. No, no, there, is, there is a few nor, decent publicans, but most of them are greedy fuckers. <laughs> and I know it, because I've dealt with them. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. Uh, the, the, I, 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 I don't know whether to agree or not, because I, 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 I kind of make it my business to work for good publicans. 
Oh, yeah. Do you know, but it took me a long time to, to get there. But you yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, understand yeah. me and let me be and 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 and, uh, and, and women. A lot of women. I think the, the female publicans are the best. Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense, but in my experience, the the, the women understood. Well, the, they the, wouldn't be as bullying or domineering as. Uh, but, but I think they under. I, I think I female know. publicans understood the humanity better. The the, the 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 draw of the music and the that it wasn't just about who was playing the best notes. It was about who's who was relating to the visitors. You know who was oh, yeah, who was, yeah. was kind of making the visitors happy. You know, I know, yeah. And they never saw the likes of what they saw when they walked in and saw yourself and Christy Barry and Johnny Keenan and John King, like people from all over the world and Michael Russell and Gussie Russell and 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 the, and the two Kalori brothers and you know, what what a sight to walk into on, on every day, oh, yeah. and to walk in from France or to walk in from. As an awful pity, it doesn't exist today. Well, everything changes, I think, Tony. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't keep going forever with that same thing. In fact, you wouldn't want to be the same person as you. I would. I presume you don't want to be the same person as you were then, that the person you are now. I, I, that's what I'm talking about. I think you're a success story because you, you're in control of your life, you have no boss, and you make a good living. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and, I and you're a free man. You're seven the dog, walk up to the cliffs of Moher, and, 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 and you sit down and you play a few tunes, and, you're, and on, a good, on a good sunny day, you make a few pounds. Yeah, but I'm also available now for any bookings for any publican that wants me. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. And I'm well behaved and I'm mellowed out. And and you're a character. Yes, I am. Yes, and that's that's something that's missing. <laughs> Characters aren't aren't around as much. No, because what, I suppose what a character is is somebody that you fall in and you fall out with, and then you realise after a, a, a number of years that you'd missed them. Yeah, Do you know, you know, yeah. somebody that can cause chaos. And then yeah. you realise, Jesus, how some crack. But even though what I, I like, what I like is going out now and having with a with a friend of mine, and, and we could have a fight, and we hit each other a few belts of fists, and then we go up in the morning and have a fucking drink together. Yes. Forget about the whole that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I hold, never hold any grudge against anyone I ever had a fight with. Right. I never, because if I do, that's going to destroy my mind, mm-hmm. and I just get over things fast. It's done. It's over and done with. You move on. You move on the but whole time. But you're a strong man, Tony. I mean, I would, if you got, if you got somebody a belt, like that's a serious thing. Like you know, you're a, you're one of the biggest men I know. So like for you, well, like, I tell you one thing. This, a few, a few when I was in pubs, the small fella would always pick on me, <laughs> and the fucker, he, 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 I get barred, and that can't be after fucking starting the fucking row. That small fella would get away with murder, and a big man like me, and they come up, and the fucking publican fucks. Bars me. Yeah, yeah. Not the fucker that started the route, the little small cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way it was, always, sometimes, but not always. I hate that, like. Yeah, yeah. Little old troublemaker, you know. Yeah. Getting you barred and laughing at you then. I got fucking Timber Tony barred last night. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm loving this story. Uh, it's it's like I, 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 different forms of my life. I get to do interviews with people. There's always curtailments. There's always censorship. There's always re- ad breaks. It's great to hear you. It's great to have the chat with you. It's great to get. Will you play a few reels? I'll try. I might break down, which I don't care whether I get through it or not. It don't matter.
music of Tony O'Leary from Kilmuckridge, County Wexford, now resident in Liscannor. You couldn't get nicer places and nicer wards even than Kilmuckridge, County Wexford and Liscannor, County Clare. Uh, do you... Do, you don't mind now when we broadcast this this podcast. You don't mind. You talk there now, and you've talked fairly strong, and you've talked fairly uh, colourfully. You don't mind us putting that out. You, oh, don't you don't care what. Do you care at all of what people? You're, you're proud of who you are. I'm proud of who I am, and I don't care. With me, I'm not concerned about whether people enjoy my music. Whether like it or don't not, whether like it or dislike it, I don't care. Your music is good. Your music is great. There's power in your music. It, 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 I, I, I suppose I'm referring to say the way you talk there, like the, the language and everything like that. Like I, I, I love to hear a man talking from the heart or a woman talking from the heart, and it's exactly what I'm, I, I love. But you don't mind us putting that out now. You don't mind us broadcasting that, like on the podcast. Not at all. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Not at all. Well, I, I, I want to, you know, for for twenty years I was afraid of you. Why were you? Because Jeez, you're, you're a couple of inches taller than me yourself. Yeah, yeah, but like I say, I was a small thing as you were worried about. But anyway, I, I, would have, I, would, I would have been uncomfortable and, and, and uh, I would have been nervous. And then one day, and we didn't get on. You, you didn't like me and, and, and we didn't have a... Have a that, what, well, Alex, excuse me now, sir. That was on your behalf. Right, OK. Well, you, what, but I always like you. So right, okay. you, you must have picked it. You must have been on the wrong on the wrong track. On maybe uh, that's very possible. That's very. I, I would always great time for you. I don't well, remember file now, but you, I could have been drunk and something yes. could have happened the night, and I forgot it. I couldn't well, no, remember it's, the it's, fucking it, it, It's not a problem. But what, the reason I mention it, and I want to mention it, is because one day you gave me a phone call, and I said, oh, "Holy Jesus, what's Tony O'Leary ringing me? What's what's Tony O'Leary want?" You know, I hope he's not going to give out to me now. But so, and he says, how are you, Owen? And I, I says, how are you, Tony? How are you doing? I'm making a CD, will you help me? And I stopped and I, I thought. And I, and I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but I, I stopped for maybe five or six seconds. And I said, I'd love to. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do, yeah. And we made a fantastic CD. We, we, you, 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 you let me help you. I got in Jer Hine from Kilkenny. Yes. And the Bowron. Quentin Cooper was the man that did all the. Yeah, the, the yeah. We got Christy Barry in. Yeah. We got Connor Keane in. Yeah. You got Connor Keane in, Christy Barry in. And you got the man from the music shop down in down in Ennis Diamond, the fiddle player. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Brendan Lynch. Yes. It was a fantastic CD. And, it was, and you paid me for it. You paid me for my work. And I was very taken by that. And I think it kind of created a, a mutual respect I hope it did anyway created a mutual oh, yeah. respect for between us yeah. and, and I, I, I've been lucky enough to be in a position to play music on Clare FM I mean lucky enough to be in a, a situation where I can actually get the choice choose to play the music I love and I keep going back to the man from Wexford I keep going back to you because that music doesn't exist anymore there is nobody under your age playing music with that power with that wildness with that energy and with with, with, with a, a love of music, yeah. but I put my heart and soul into it, which a lot of them don't do, and I'm it, it's very all observed. heart and soul. It's it, all it, heart and yeah. soul, but that's me. Mm-hmm. That that do, do you like that record? Your own record? Well, I actually hated it for uh, a number of years, but now I've listened to it back there the last eighteen months here, and I think it's good. It is oh, good. It's good. It's some great moments. Yeah, 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 it's fantastic. What's it called again? Wild and free. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're wild. An appropriate and name. You're free. An appropriate name. Yeah. There was, there was some fella says he's he's wild, but he's not free. The time I went to fucking jail, and <laughs> 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 he's in trouble all his fucking life. The cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's 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 a real pleasure to be here, and it's a real pleasure to have that respect for you. I I, I like having respect for you. I love the way life changes. I like I love the way that 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 the, the characters that I might have thought different become people. I look back and I, I you know, Johnny Keenan was 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 a troubled man at times. You know, he he there was there was a side to him that could cause chaos in a pub. But then the next morning, I could go walking with him on Doolan Beach and try Latin. And he was like an Apache Indian. He was like was. he had he had wisdom. Oh, he no, had wisdom, he yeah. had wisdom, and he and he and he he, he I, I shared the blockhouse beside McGann's with him yeah. for about six months. Yeah, you know the the, the rooms beside McGann's mm. pub. I was in one part of the extension, he was in the other. So we had our ups and downs because Johnny was like crazy when he when he when he when he whiskey drank, and 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 uh, but he was lovely when he hadn't. Uh, he, he was, he, he yeah. was lovely, and and and. Uh, 
I, I think life is is very. I would have been very much a, a middle class kid, you know. And I wouldn't have come across anybody like that was remotely like this. I, I had done a few years busking in Germany, so I had come across, you know, uh, that that side of life. But when I I'd be watching you boys, and I'd be kind of in awe and in fear and in kind of, you know, what am I doing here? I don't, I don't. But yet, when life goes by, when the years go by, I think we've all gelled together in the sense that we're the last of the Mohicans. Oh, we definitely are, you know, for sure. Because now everybody's smiling. But um, anyway, you're talking about Johnny Keenan now, but mm. I, I remember him. I used to... But you're, you see, as I, as I said now, there was probably 20 top-quality musicians in Wexford where there'd be hundreds here in Clare now. Mm. I used to actually drive from Wexford mm-hmm. when I was working in that factory. I used to drive from Wexford up to Donoghue's mm-hmm. in Dublin mm. and you'd have Johnny Keane and Martin Denning and, and Mick, Fitzgerald. Mick Fitzgerald and a few lads. But mm. the thing about it was when the music would start, session would start, if the pub would be jammers and everyone fucking talking louder and louder and there was no one fucking listening to the music. Mm. Really, they're mm. into, it was just the musicians in the corner mm. inside of Donoghue's. And, but look at, I was too loud, the talking and the, the loud talking and all that. But when you get down to Doolan, down to County Clare, you don't have that... Uh, mm. Noise. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And, and you I could hardly, could hardly barely hear yourself playing in, Do- in Donahue's. I think that's why I'm here with you, Tony. Yeah, because I remember seeing you there one day. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. No, I'm around. I'm around a long time. Myself. But, yeah. but, but, but the reason I'm here, I think, is because when you mention Donahue's and you mention Martin Denning and you mention Mick Fitzgerald and Johnny Keenan and then you go across to, to Galway, Mickey Finn and Jerry Carty and, 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 and all that gang, the great gang, the Galligans and all those great Corky and all those great people. And then you, you might go down to Dingle when there was a right crowd there and then you go do there these were people who they didn't they gave their life to music you give your life to music i gave my life to music we didn't have it wasn't taught out the music over the lifestyle was as important as the tune do you know about going to the pub and playing music with comrades you know yeah, yeah. i agree with you 100 that's yeah. probably gone in oh, people, gone now. people that give their life to music now the business is as much part of the of the music as the as the as the. Uh, it's become a business now rather than a. Yeah, and that's probably a good thing too. You know, in in a way. I wonder is it though. Well, uh, maybe. Where, it is. where where is the session then at twelve o'clock well, and at one o'clock in the maybe, morning? Maybe we don't need the sessions as much as we do. But, but, but maybe maybe it's great that people can find employment by going to university and by, by, by learning how to how to be a, a proper musician in this modern world that we live in. Well, it would financially when they qualify and become music professors and teachers themselves. Yes, uh, but also on, on the road uh, to learn about uh, Imro and Spotify that I'm only learning about now, as at 62 years old. Do you know that... that uh, I, I Like, for example, there's musicians like me that were doing gigs all our life, like yourself. We could have been getting money for that, you know, if we were playing our own compositions. For 40 years, we could have been getting paid for it. We didn't know that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. You, the, the tunes you write, if you play them at night time at your gigs, you would get a, a, some, some money from, from Imro. I know, I know. Young people know that stuff now. Yeah. So when they go out playing, they play their own music and they can make a living. Whereas we had to depend on publicans to, to survive, to, 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 you know. Well, so, sure, Jesus Christ, if you go on, if you're a, a professional band, like, you know, you're a good, you're a, the fiddle case, the two of you here now, don't you go? You're a, you've got to put bums on seats, and you're playing on stage, mm-hmm. which is a totally different thing. Now that's where the difference is between the pub, mm-hmm. where there's everyone and anyone, and mm-hmm. people coming to your concert to hear you perform. So what, what? What I suppose what I what I'm thinking the the bad side of it is the anyone and anyone. What did you how did you say? Uh, uh, they're going to miss out. It's only the professional musicians that are going to survive in, in, the, in the modern world. The ordinary character that goes in, that has a few tunes into a session, isn't going to be appreciated as much as they were in the old days, I think. Is that right? The times are bad for, 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 the, for the ordinary lad. Yeah, but don't forget now, traditional music is only uh, maybe 5 or 10% of the people understand it. So you're, it was, the rock is the big one. Then you have the country and western it's always a kind of a minority music and not, a minority not, yeah. audience. I, 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 not in County Clare, because... No, not I, in County Clare, you know, but in, in general, like... like I, I remember Tony McMahon saying that in, in, at Michael Russell's funeral. He said that only uh, 5% or so many percent understood Michael's music. But 
that's a there's a, there's an argument for that kind of thing because we're such tricky in Michael's music. But in my opinion, how I know that people understand, and how you know probably how that people understand. Do you ever if you're ever in a quiet pub where it's not too busy and you're having a few tunes, and ordinary people from County Clare come in the door, they hear the music. Women particularly, when they hear the music, was they weren't expecting the music, they start dancing a bit of a set. Yeah. The minute they come in the door, they hear the music and they don't even think and they start doing a few steps. Yeah. And that's how you know that it's understood completely. Yes. Or in my, I remember doing gigs. I with, love that now when yeah. a girl gets, a girl's up, up there dancing and a yeah. fella then is joining in where I'm being yeah. chases the no, beat. But, no, but I'm not even and talking about dancing. And they all, the Chano stand side, side, with the freestyle Chano's. I love yeah, that. Yeah. But, but I'm not even talking about that. Pub. I'm talking about people doing it without even thinking. It's oh, yeah, just, it's on the, on the no, spot of the moment. Impromptu. It only lasts two seconds. Yeah, they yeah. walk in the door, they hear the music, go, hop, like that, and yeah, that's yeah. it, that's over. But they wonder, because it, it, it takes over them. And, you know, they didn't that want to dance. That means the their bodies have to yeah, dance. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I remember I remember playing with Brito Garman and Cora Finn there for, uh, on a Sunday evening for a few years. And mostly men were at the bar, maybe 30 men. And it was shoulders and, and, and feet tapping. Yeah. And you knew something, Brito's a fantastic flute player, so you knew something good was happening without seeing the reaction. You knew somebody was enjoying it by maybe a shoulder or a, or a foot tap. Yeah, but, it's, but the, it's the energy and the power of the music mm-hmm. that gets into her yeah. brain. That's the reason why that is. I'm wondering... And it goes through the body and start dancing. I'm wondering what it'll be like that in 10 or 15 years' time. Yes, I what hope you it think? is. Yeah, good, good. hope it is. Yeah, good. Right, I think... I don't know. Uh, would you like to... Would you like to... Would you like to recite a poem? I'll recite a poem, yes. I'll recite two All that right. I composed myself. Very good. Mr. Tony. I've only got into the, this in the last, uh, since COVID, like. Yes. But, you know, if, if, if I hadn't, I've a lot of time on my hands here and and the library is closed. I, need, I read books and only good, good books and then the Steinman library is closed and I can't get in there. There's supposed to have a van on the road and other books. Never seen nothing. Right. Piper, my dog. Piper was born in a hippie outcrop two miles to the right of Crocker Hill. His owner was a one-minded man, the renowned Onrua O'Neill, the high king of the Burren and a friendly man. Timber Tony says he to me, I've a dog for you now that will make you happy, rich and free. Be Jesus as I, whilst down on my look, I try anything to make an extra book. Piper was a revelation. The people took photos of her from every nation. This dog to me is faithful and loyal. She's as strong as a mule when time is called. Piper loves me with heart, mind and soul. I try to I try my best to reciprocate my love for her. Life is a constantly changing fuck-up in various circumstances, mostly good, often bad. But I will always strive to have good crack with my friend Joe Salmon, Piper and me. Okay, this is a bit of baloney now. It's about Joe Salmon and my friend and I. Okay, Joe Salmon and I. Myself and Joe Salmon are not understood. We often drank whiskey and cider all day alone in the wood. The drink would kick in and our brains would go askew. We would pontificate and procrastinate in pure nonsense in total absurdity on ridiculous subjects to fool ourselves for the rest of the day. Women, cats, dogs, cattle, sheep, pigs and birds and examine our future fate. We are joyful and happy while our health is okay. May the Lord above make us billionaires someday soon. Lovely Tony. How's the health with you? Very good now. I was sick for two years there. 
Uh, James, I have a lot of complaints, but I, 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 I love modern medicine because only for modern medicine now, I take 14 tablets a day and I'm buttons fucking yolks here and powders and everything. If, if that medication was not available, I would be a very sick man. But I will say another thing, and I have fluid on the back of the stump of my leg for the last 11 months, and normally that would be removed in five to six weeks. I'm only a medical card holder, by the way, and I just uh, went on to the old age pension there in September. And I'm still waiting because of a COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not happy about that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because I know if the flu was drained off the stump of my leg, I'd be able to walk around with no crutches at all. And I'm hard set to walk now. I can walk around the mobile home. I can work under the house out there. But once I get there, but for me to go any distance... I have to use the crutches, and that not should be shouldn't be the case. And if you were a millionaire, you could get that sorted tomorrow. Well, I'm going to be a millionaire. No, if you were, is it because you're a medical card holder? Yeah, but I mean that yeah. is the same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're private, you you can yeah. get a if you you can get an MRI scan within twenty four hours. Yes, and, and you have your fluid sorted, and you have your fluid sorted, yeah. and you get your. And actual fact, they sent me. They can they can do a. Uh, a scan below and a an ultrasound scan below in, in in Ennis and Limerick. Where did they send me? Down to Cork City to the Lesian Centre mm-hmm. just the day before Christmas. And then be Jesus. Uh, where was the report in when I was meeting the professor? Oh, the system was broken down. We never, the, the professor never knew he hadn't got the results of my scan below when he rang me. Because well, of breakdown in communication. It's all a fucking load of balls, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Things are a bit up in a heap. And it's all up in a fucking yeah, heap yeah, with yeah, all yeah. this COVID yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're sitting here in, in, in lovely list scanner and the sun is going to come and the, 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 the good days are ahead of us. And thanks, Tony. I, want, I just want to say thanks because I enjoyed this today. Yes. Uh, this, these podcasts are, I don't know why, but they're becoming more important to me. Yeah, because... It's getting inside of a person's brain and their personality and their... Uh, and uh, you have to speak your mind and be honest with yourself and express exactly how you feel about the situation. And that's what I love. I love truthfulness. I hate fucking liars and people that be around the bush. I'm direct man. And a direct question to me is very important. Yeah, and I, I, I see that and I asked you some direct que- I asked you some very direct questions and you responded lovely. And and, and I appreciate I just want to let you know that I appreciate it and I've enjoyed and I, I think Adam I think I think speaking for Adam as I could see Adam I could normally he'd have to head down over the computer thinking about technology, but he had the mouth half open when some of your you've you, you you've a lot of stories to tell. Your stories are interesting, you've lived a life that's 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 kinda of phenomenal. Really, and 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 it's it, because when what we glossed over there was twenty or thirty years of absolute wildness and freedom of playing flute all day and drinking lots of alcohol, lots of. I, I remember once uh, there was a there was a you'll remember this because you were the the, lead, the leader in this. Jim White in in this Dunverna had a had an offer. It was called the Happy Hour. It was actually the Happy Two Hours. And it was about 1985 or 86. And the the drink that was drank then was, we went in, we went into Lisdoon Werner for Harvey Wallbangers. They were normally, whatever, about £1.50. But during this happy hour, there were 50 pence. Yeah. So Tony used to have about, I'd say you had eight or nine people in the car going in. And they, 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 they would, for 50 pence, you got to have These boys, and I was with them. No, I wasn't in the same car, but I was in there and I would these boys and I would watch you and I was watching in fascination you would drink 20 Harvey Wallbangers in two hours each and then and <laughs> what's in the Harvey Wallbanger vodka and what vodka Galliano and coke that so was a black a, Russian there was a black Russian and a, a yeah, Harvey Wallbanger yeah. well, that's what no one drank points I used to buy drink, uh, black Russians and Harvey Wallbangers for Christy Barry and Johnny yeah. Keenan yeah. that's right <laughs> and, 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 and I, I was there watching you and then after 20 Harvey, 20 vodkas, 20 Gallianos, 20 whatever bloody Russians, you'd go home back to Dublin. You'd leave as soon as the whole year was over. Everybody go back to Dublin and do your gig. And drink pints then. Drink, yeah. And drink pints to beat the band. Yeah. 
And that people, was the right way to do it. People don't realize. I think how, uh, even to put into 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 just to put, let you know what what because I have a, have a direct way of telling you exactly what free drink was like for the listeners. What we what we got in free drink every Tuesday night in the winter in the eighties, we used to go over to the scanner here from Doolin uh, to Joe McHugh's pub. There was a there was a there was a Joe McHugh was the most he was the most generous publican that ever ever lived ever lived in and fact that's for sure. I, used, I used to have to be avoid going in when I wasn't playing because even when I wasn't playing he would give me he would, he would stand me a drink and stand my anybody I was with drink and I was embarrassed because you know really and uh, I genuinely was embarrassed because his generosity was outstanding but one night I was on the dry and uh, <laughs> I went to Joe McHugh's and I, I, I he, he, Joe had a bit of a figure he, he, he didn't like it as much if he didn't drink yeah, I know. You I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't about. It wasn't about money. It was just, so I was on the dry, and Joe was going, "What the fuck? You're on the dry." So I said, "I have a Lucasade." So Joe gave me two bottles of Lucasade in a pint glass. Now I had fourteen pints of Lucasade that night because I had to have a drink every time the lads got a drink. So that's what. Jesus so I was sick for three days. I, I drank a lot of the Lucasade. No, I was sick. I was genuine. I was but so Jesus sick. But you've never heard anyone fucking getting a hangover from Lucasade. I was I, I, I poisoned. I was poisoned. I, I, I was so sick the next day. Fucking Lucasade. My, my, my point is that every musician, this was started at 10 o'clock at night now and they finished at 1 o'clock in the morning, maybe 2. Every musician there drank 14 pints. Where well, they did, where, where is it? Where is the musician will do it nowadays? Well, I think if you're going in and drink at fourteen pints every night, now you'd be running it down. People would say you're. Yeah, off but the head. I could do it no problem because I was never an alcoholic, and people were saying I was an alcoholic. So why why would you not think you're? An I alcoholic? only go up drinking there a couple of years because I was sick. Mm-hmm. So what what's the difference between a heavy drinker and an alcoholic in your case? It's your tolerance level zone. Well, I don't know, Tony. I I, I would figure that if you're annoying anybody around it's, 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 it's your construction of your whole body and what your liver can take well for me an that's, alcoholic that's an alcoholic could be somebody who drinks three pints and goes home and drives his family wild and annoys the hell out of him yeah but everyone uh, is made different that's yeah, the reason yeah but if it causes problems for you I think that's alcoholism in my opinion anyway do you know I know sure but look anyway I started off by saying it's my pleasure to be here and uh, you're squeezing the last bit out of that Tony All right. will you play Will you do me one favour to, to say to say farewell to the listeners and, and to myself? Will you play my mother's song that you play so well, but you have your own version of it, the Wexford anthem, Blue de Vogue? Would you I, do that? I'll, let, I'll give my I'll try it my best anyway. So and but Tony, I, can I just say thanks very much on behalf of myself, and Adam, on behalf of the listeners who are going to hear this all over the world, and they're going to hear an honest man, yeah, and, and, and a warrior, and we wish you, myself and Adam, we wish you every joy in life in the future here in the scanner and in your career to come and I'm delighted that you're here tonight and thanks very much for coming to me and doing this interview and thanks for Adam for doing the sound now it's uh, it's the only time anyone ha- ever came to my mobile home here to interview me and I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of that actually and thank you very much
and burnt his body upon the rack. God grant you glory, pray Father Murphy, and open heaven to all your men. For the cause that called you may call tomorrow in another fight for the green again.